1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back. And welcome back for us here on Financial Choices Matter. Back on the podcast with Charles Scott, fiduciary advisor at Peloton Capital Management, serving you here in the greater Scottsdale area and really other places as well. And happy to be back on the podcast. Had a little summer break here and Charles and I are going to catch up and get back into the topics of conversation when it comes to investing, finance, and retirement. And inflation is going to be the main topic of today's chat and a few other things as well. But what is going on, my friend? How are you?
0: I am well, Mark. Thank you very much. Miss you. Um, I know. Missed, missed doing this. It's fun. And the audience can vote to themselves did i f- get smarter over the summer or dumber <laughs> over the summer and i think it'll play out here in the next you know half hour or so um, mm. we'll see i don't yeah. know I'm, i got my fingers crossed i think i, I think know what happened i think i know what happened but i think uh, I, I
1: think you're good i think you've been doing this a long time i think you're probably uh, okay
0: yeah uh, i ha- might be rusty but sometimes other people have said i can't tell the difference so there okay
1: you go. nothing <laughs> wrong with a little rust would you guys have a nice summer
0: yeah so far so good it's been we've done nothing special uh grandson's older he's 14 months plus and walking and that's kind of fun so right. you know he's he's and other than that it was just kind of dull and boring at the scott house like it mostly took th- most of the time it is, which gotcha. is fine. Gotcha. Well, we you know, don't
1: mind. nothing wrong with a little break th- from now nope. uh, time to time nope. to time, 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 right? Can't even talk. See, yeah. Look, who's rusty? I'm rusty. I can't even say from time to time. So well,
0: that's okay. <laughs> uh, I, hey, I just got started here. This could get real. This could go downhill real fast that's on my true. end. So I don't know.
1: Well, uh, we're back. It's podcast number 67. We're going to talk about inflation. So, hey, there you go. It's 67. It's, uh, it's our podcast is officially full retirement age. Charles, so hey, that's good. Well, that's
0: neat. right. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So it, could, pe- it could, most 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 people have no idea.
1: it could could actually get all of its benefits so
0: yeah yeah. or you could wait till 70 which is even a better deal that's true that's a that's not today's topic
1: that is not today's topic but i thought it was fun to bring that up because it's number 67 uh and it's also going to be we're doing this just a couple days before labor day so we hope everybody has a a fantastic weekend coming up uh we'll actually be posting this probably we'll actually post this uh, this week uh, and it'll probably also go out as well as next week. So anyway, by the time you hear this, you may have had your Labor Day. And if so, I hope you had a great time and enjoyed and all that good stuff. So let's talk about summer break and inflation as kind of the main topic here. We've covered a few of those things already, but uh, we've seen some inflation over the summer, Charles, definitely, right?
0: Oh, absolutely. And I think uh, it seems to worry a lot of people and I'm not particularly worried about it, but I I find it fascinating that I want to give you all a working definition of what it really means to me, and okay. what you're hearing and seeing in the media is, in my opinion, completely missing the point. But okay. that's not surprising anymore, since they—I think—they miss it more than they hit it.
1: Uh, it will very um, true.
0: And, and I'm gonna—I'm gonna defer this. I mean, this example comes from First Trust and Mark uh, Brian Westbury at First Trust. Brian, First Trust, if you ever look at our website or or look at some of our material, we publish Monday Morning Outlook from First Trust all the time. Brian's an an economist uh, and a very, very bright guy, but he takes all of this economic information and sort of gets to the essence of it. And that's what I'm taking with his example of what inflation really, really is. and. His contention, and I completely agree with him, it's just too much money in the system. From February of 2020 up until now, Mm -hmm. the government has increased M2 money supply, which is how much money is out there in circulation, by over 30%.
1: The what what supply? How'd you say that? M2. M2.
0: Okay. M2 money supply they printed all this money i mean the stimulus checks all this stuff all these you know all these new spending things all of that going on and we're not so done, maybe, in, so oh no i do and in, in a year and a half it's gone up by 30 percent. so inflation becomes a monetary phenomenon that's all it it's basically all it is it's too much money chasing too few goods or services now if you think about that i mean there's all this money out there and There have been supply chain issues on the goods and services side, so that's become you know an exacerbating situation to this whole thing too. So here's Brian's simple example: the economy has ten dollars in it, and there are ten apples out there. Okay, so how much is an apple going to cost, Mark?
1: Uh, I have no clue, but I'm going to say let's say a buck.
0: A buck. So now, all of a sudden, the government has increased M two, and there are now thirteen dollars out there in the system. Okay, but there's still only ten apples. So if I want an apple, what's it going to cost me now?
1: Mm, okay, gotcha. It's a cost buck thirty. A yeah, right. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, that's inflation.
1: Well, that's awfully simplistic.
0: That's, well, no, it is, but that's exactly what it is. It does not have to be very complicated. All this money is out there chasing stuff, and there's not enough of it, so the price goes up. Okay. So when some of this comes back and is it temporary, it's temporary. I was,
1: was going to ask it you that. Temp- it, yeah.
0: yeah, it's temporary at the peak of all of this, and then it will ebb back down. But you're probably going to get even more inflation as more money continues to get printed, basically. Mm-hmm. And then it will subside some because there will be goods and services produced to absorb that higher. So it will come down, but you're still going to end up with stuff that's going to cost more two or three years from now than it did two or three years ago by quite a bit.
1: Is it one of those things sometimes, Charles? Where once it happens, you know, we always we we say these things in society. Well, now that they've done it, you know, they're not going to give it back, right? So it's one well, of that's those. It. Yeah. So well, yeah. it costs more for that apple. It's a buck thirty now. Who wants to take yeah. it back down to a dollar? You know. Well,
0: they and again at that apple producing level, it's what does it now cost them to produce the apple? Well, so it and then and, just, no. it, I mean, and it, all it,
1: that kind of stuff, right? Transport yeah, it. Yeah.
0: You know? All all the production stuff. Um, it's. If it, it, just think ten dollars ten apples, if there's more or 13 dollars chasing 10 apples, it's that's all it does. It's a monetary phenomenon. when the government prints more money than the system can absorb, then stuff goes up in price. That's inflation. All right that's, so we, you know we hear even them even saying, we can,
1: we, go ahead I was gonna say we hear them say, uh, well, it's transitory. and then they turned around and said, well, yep. maybe we were wrong about it. Maybe that. it's
0: more permanent. It's, it's transitory to the extreme of what it's going to be, but' it's, then it's still going to be there once it subsides you know once the big the big bubble if you will okay. begins yeah. to shrink back down mm-hmm. it's still going to be more the apples going to cost more down right. the road period exactly
1: yeah and yeah. and so we're looking at this and you think you know for probably a couple of years huh cuz we got to get yeah. i mean you, th- yeah. you think about we're uh let's see we're in September so we're quite a bit removed from you know, a lot of places opening back up, you know, last September, I know m- many factories were back working and so on and so forth. So we're talking about a year here and we still have tons of, you know, uh, computer chips and all these kinds of things that are still way behind in manufacturing. We're starting summer, obviously, uh, lumber was crazy, right? So we, yeah, we all yeah. saw these things during summer. Uh, it's starting to come back down. The housing yes. market starting to come back down a little bit, but...
0: Yeah, but housing- you're still going to see lumber is a perfect example there. You're still okay. going to see lumber way higher than it was before. It's just the way it is.
1: Well, hopefully not twenty-five dollars for a sheet of plywood. But well,
0: no, that's true. But it just depends on how much of it that can they can get produced and how much money's chasing it. It's yeah. supply and demand. Yeah. Every, every, if you really break it down, everything's supply and demand. And when the government Mickey's with the money supply, <laughs> now it, they
1: don't do it, that.
0: It, oh, I know that. Of course not. <laughs> and so, how does that Im- impact the, the 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 average person? It's just stuff's going to cost more. You got to plan for that.
1: Well, and so, that becomes the real pickle, uh, depending yeah. on what your what your setup is, right? So if you're still working yeah. and so on and so forth, well, you know, hopefully, and that's a whole other. I think that's why we're in that's some a, of the worms that we're in right now. But if you're working, oh, you can't. Yeah. Maybe you could go ask for a raise, right? So you know, maybe you'll get it, maybe you won't. But if you're not working, uh, a.k.a. let's say retirement, then how do you yeah. give yourself a raise?
0: Well, it's really hard to. You've got to figure out how to how do I optimize the dollars that are coming into me, and how do I potentially minimize without. Without feeling like I'm poor, and that's a, maybe a bad choice of words, the, the money that I'm spending, you've got to, you know, sit down and let's let's sit back down and let's see where is all of it going now, and how is that impacting you? And is this? Are you be, feeling squeezed? And if you are, then maybe there's some things where you can tweak it a little bit.
1: Yeah. Well, if you're feeling squeezed, at least you'll get apple juice out of that. Analogy. Well,
0: there you go. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Depends on. I know because all we've got are ten apples. That's all we got. I to so say all we got is ten
1: apples. That's exactly right. <laughs> So, well, Charles, I heard the saying that, you know, the income is the outcome. And I I think that's so simplistic and great as well, because the income is going to dictate what your outcome in retirement is going to look like. Right. So whatever's coming in is, you know, so if (laughs) if you're dealing with inflation, right, income is going to cause maybe you to have to change a few things.
0: Yeah, well, that's right. It it, it is. And while you're working and there's the income and the outcome, well, it's, it's what do you do with the income to plan for the outcome down the road? It's
1: to maintain yeah. the outcome that you'd like to keep. All right. That's yeah. the challenge. Well, because- that's,
0: yeah. Yeah. Or to know what it's going to be, knowing that it's going to be different, but it's your choice. That's why we call it a spending plan, not a budget. Which I love. Pl- that. I've missed yeah, that. Plan, yeah. plan how you spend.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I've missed that. The B word. I've, uh, you know, I, ah. I do lots of these conversations. Uh, I talk to oh, I advisors all across the country every week. And often it's the B word. And I got to ah. tell you, Charles, I've been sharing the spending plan because I I, That's fine. I love that term.
0: The B word is like the D word. Diet. Oh, no <laughs> one wants a diet. It is. It's true.
1: Who wants a diet? Yeah. It's not. Nobody. Fine. Yeah. Especially. Well, you know, during the summertime, I guess. Well, are we dieting in the summer? Or are we dieting in the beginning of the summer trying to look better? Uh, of course, that's. I think that's also a young person's thing, right? You're trying to lose the weight before you go to the pool or before you go to the beach or whatever. Uh, maybe everybody does. Maybe maybe I'm turning fifty next in uh, two weeks. And Charles and I were just talking <laughs> about, and I don't think I think too much about you know how much I'm dieting before I go jump in the pool nowadays. Like I might have twenty years ago. It's I just a,
0: gave up on that a long time ago. A so long time matter. ago. Yeah, that's right.
1: Well, I like so the D word, the B word, kind of the same thing. Budget. <laughs> so and the it, I word. Which which is the I? inflation. Oh, inflation. That's our topic. IBD. Hello. Yeah. IBT. Yeah. So, when it yeah. comes to inflation <laughs> and getting planning and getting set and and thinking about these things because everybody has been clearly very worried about inflation. It's been a oh, hot sure. topic all summer long. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, There's is that reason. is that a retweaking to the plan that you may have in place then if you're if you're kind of having these moments or what do you do?
0: I think it is. I think it's sitting down having a conversation. And just saying, okay, so how's this impacting us? What's it what's it potentially gonna look like? Nobody can predict the future, but what's it gonna potentially look like? And what do we need to do? Can we adjust and have it still be the way we'd like it? Can it be know. minor
1: tweaks? I mean, we're not talking yeah. major overhauls many times, I don't, right? No, I don't
0: think so. No, yeah. I don't think so. It's just like okay, let's let's redirect. A resource to something that uh, makes more sense right now, knowing that it's a it might change in in the future because right. nothing's nothing stays the same.
1: Well, and of course during the summer we saw much more opening up. Many people were out and about doing things, right? Uh, oh yeah. After being cooped up, they wanted to go live a little and and take some trips and this that and the other. And you could get into a whole another conversation about what's happening now with the whole COVID thing, based off of that. But still fact remains people went out and did the things and enjoyed themselves and whatnot and that spending was up because they saw all the you know well everything's more expensive Uh, a friend of mine went to Hawaii and he messaged me and he's like Uh, $45 for a uh, bottle of uh, sunscreen 45 bucks yeah I was like Supply, supply and demand holy cow uh, so, yeah, I mean, we're all seeing it. It's there. So we got to make those tweaks because, it, you know, we don't know exactly how long it's going to stick around. But to Charles's point, there was the easy way of explaining how it works. Pretty simple when you think about that, though, right? 10 apples, 10 bucks. And then if you've got 13 bucks and still 10 apples, it's, it goes
0: up. Yeah. Don't overthink it. There you go.
1: Well, I think that'll work then. So I'm glad to have you back. Good first podcast talking about Thanks. inflation. Anything else we didn't cover you want to touch on before we go this week?
0: I don't know. Do we have time? Sure. Serious question. You okay, do a question. Mark, Mark runs the board. He knows how long these how how long I ramble. So where? Yeah, um, we got uh, time. Okay, let's. There, I read an article uh, that I thought was really really interesting out of Financial Advisor magazine, and this is kind of the tr- going to looking at being successful in retirement. And okay. Scott, this is a guy. It's written by Robert Laura L A U R A. I like the stuff he writes. He reads. He looks at things from a different point of view, and I've always done that. I hope. Uh, <laughs> He's saying more than 80% of what it takes to successfully retire has nothing to do with money, but almost all financial advisors focus only on the money. Here's some things. Here are six things that he, he found that retirees that make a good transition into retirement have done these things. They've replaced their working identity. And I think that's a big, big deal. You know, Who are they? Are, mm-hmm. you, are, are, are you what you do? Uh, mm-hmm. And you can change what you do and still be you. Have they filled their time with meaningful tasks? Because work takes up a bunch of time. Absolutely. You know, and are you doing things that are important to you? Have you stayed relevant and connected? Because I'm going to say this, just, God, don't just watch TV and read tweets. Do something else.
1: (laughs) Please. (laughs) Do everybody a favor. Yes.
0: Um, Keep mentally and physically active. And that makes sense. Uh, Express their spiritual beliefs. And that's everybody's own belief. And, you know, they felt financially secure. It doesn't mean they felt that they were rich, but they felt secure. They felt comfortable. They were, you know, just in what we've been talking about, inflation has made a dent. Then let's go back and revisit this and see what we need to adjust. So I just thought those were very simple, non-financial things that he has found over the years in doing the research and writing that he does that have made transitioning into retirement much more successful than, uh, than you might think. So yeah.
1: well so simplistic is maybe the the takeaway from today's show simplistic way to look at the inflation breakdown as we were just talking about and some of these simplistic steps from this article as well a lot of times i think half the time that's what we need to do is simplify our yeah. life yeah my my Come buddy in. is doing something crazy, Charles. I I, I don't I, I can't fathom it, but he's doing it. So he's forty five, and uh, they because the market's been so high and everything, housing market, they have sold everything out of their house. They've gotten it set up and ready, and they're selling the house so they can make more on it. And I was like, well, you know, you're going to spend more. You're going to spend a lot to buy a new house, right? Because they're also buying their up. But they're going to live in a camper. So they're going to do the tiny living thing. They love to camp, and they've got this okay. camper. And they're going to do that for whatever it takes until you know the market settles back down. So they're trying to make extra money from the sale of the house because the market's high. And then they're going to wait till it comes back down to purchase a place. This is his plan. He's totally into it. So he's selling everything off. He's getting rid of all of his stuff. We've been talking about it over the last two weeks or three weeks as he's been going through the stuff. And I was like, man, it just sounds crazy to me. How are you dealing with it? He's like, it's oddly liberating. The simplicity of it all. Oh. It's pretty yeah, nice.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I I can see that for the right people in the right way. Mm-hmm. Just because it is just stuff. Yeah, it's just it's just stuff. Yeah. Some of it may have a very you know very dear and meaningful history for you, right, uh, right? But it's just stuff. It's you know we have a dear friend who always said you don't have to have the thing. If there's something that you have that's taking up space and you'd like to clean it up a little bit, mm-hmm. take a picture of what it is. You still have the picture. Right. But you don't have to have the thing. And if it just evokes a memory or a positive feeling or something like that, then just look at the picture. But you don't have to fill the room with the stuff. Yeah, especially if you're
1: not interacting with it, right? Yeah. yeah,
0: Exactly. So, yeah, simplicity.
1: Maybe that's the key takeaway from today's podcast as we get back into doing this. So, you know, simplify some things. And it can certainly, a lot of times, often, many people say it's made them happier overall. So whatever that kind of looks like for you. But that may be the key takeaway from today's show. So glad to have you back, Charles. Glad to be back thank on the podcast you, thank you. Thank you. with everybody. Absolutely. And so do us a favor. Don't forget, if you got some questions, you need some help, subscribe to the podcast. First of all, that would just uh, get you new content as it comes out, as well as checking out past shows, uh, if you'd like to do that as well. You can find all the information. We're on all the major platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, so on and so forth. And you can find all of it at Charles's website, pelotoncapital.com. That's And you can find everything there. Subscribe to us that way and reach out to Charles if you've got some questions, need some help, all that good stuff. He has been featured in Forbes, Kiplinger, Yahoo Finance, and much more. And an all-around good person to chat with, a fiduciary advisor that is Mr. Charles Scott. Have a great week and a happy Labor Day. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Mark. It's been fun. I appreciate having you back. And we'll do it again here in a couple of weeks, right here on Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott.